This is Talitha Kume, and you're tuned in to Intimate Conversations, presented by Food for the Soul, Hot 7025 F. Make Radio Great Again. Premium Grooming Essential. This, this product provides you with excellent yes. hair and skin products, along with high-quality grooming products for the yes. hair of the future. Their multi-use professional product for barbers and cosmetologists will make your desired hairlines crisp, goatees, and eyebrows pleasingly crisp, crisp, keeping your desired lines and shapes crisp by Mook the Barber. Go to www.crispproducts.com, C-R-I-S-P-R-O-D, see Mook the Barber today, crisp, Mook the Barber, crisp, Mook the Barber. So, for our theme for January, we are talking about you thought. A lot you of thought. I <laughs> a lot of eye-opening things happened in 2020 to make us question everything we thought we knew from science to religion to the media and politics. So, for this month, we decided to talk about some of the things that we may have thought were one were one way, and it turns out that may not have been the case. So um, our show today, we think we actually had already planned to talk about the election woes, but because of everything that's going on, I think we're just going to try and maybe do some type of a recap on uh, some of the articles that we've read, some of the things that we've seen that's going on in the media and see if uh, these are correct, not correct. And if you guys have something to say, if you guys have seen something, uh, make sure you guys hit us up. We are live right now on the Hot 702 and on our page. So you guys can hit us up or comment and let us know if some of these articles that we found are actually true or not true, or if you have some other information that you may want to share with us, okay? And so... My first article I found, um, I'm going to read their slant on what happened on this past Wednesday, January the 6th. And so it's called the Electoral Vote Count. And it starts out by saying protesters flood state houses in 17 states, you guys. Supporters of President Donald Trump flocked to the capitals of more than a dozen states on January 6th as a group of protesters in Washington broke into the U.S. Capitol. Small and mostly peaceful protests challenging the legitimacy of the 2020 election took place outside the state houses in Arizona, California, Mississippi, Tennessee, Minnesota, Georgia, Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Washington, Ohio, Oregon, Kansas, Hawaii, Wisconsin, and South Carolina. And the signs were saying, stop the steal and four more years were common throughout amid the president's ongoing dispute of the election results in seven states. Only a few arrests were reported and scuffles broke out in states like Ohio and California. A caravan of flag-waving protesters on horseback and in vehicles prompted New Mexico police to evacuate a statehouse building which contains the offices of the governor and the secretary of the state. The demonstrators sang God Bless America. They honked horns and claimed on a megaphone that Trump was the rightful election winner. At the epicenter of the protest in Washington, D.C., Air Force veteran and Trump supporter Ashley Babbitt, who was among those who broke into the Capitol building, was shot and died from her injuries. The violence beyond that was not widespread and protesters were seen 
co-mingling with law enforcement inside the building, those who left the building were not allowed to return. The breach of the U.S. Capitol occurred as lawmakers debated over the objection to the counting of a slate of presidential Arizona electors for formal Vice pre for former, I'm sorry, Vice President Joe Biden, Arizona is one of the seven states where Trump has challenged the outcome of the election, citing unconstitutional changes to election laws and several categories of potentially illegal votes. And you guys, so this was this article was written uh, late on Wednesday, January 6th, after all of the chaos that happened at the um, at the Capitol, and then these other cities and these other states. And so we thought. <clears throat> we thought that this, uh, or we thought, or we hoped that this presidential election would um, go as smoothly as it could, you know, with, with um, who our president is now in office and then our president to be or the president that we thought that we elected. So first, I want to talk about some of the blaming and the stealing going on. Do you think, Bobby, that Trump was full of it when he was talking about all these states were stealing his votes or whatever? Um, do you think that there was some mishandling going on? I think or it was you, all. I think there was there's a little bit of that going on. Uh-huh. But all this is uh, you know, fabricated. Yeah. It's just, it's like, you know, you got a Denzel Washington movie, then you got a Brian Hooks movie. Okay. And, uh Hollywood you know, Washington did a pretty poor job with this stage. This is bad. And so what do you mean by that? Elaborate. I mean please. like, you know, 9-11, that was, a, that was like a really good job. They did that. It looked good. You know, you know there's not too many holes in the story. This mm -hmm. one looks bad instantly. Okay. It looked like a bad movie instantly. Like, am I really watching this? Is this really going on? You mm -hmm. know, because if, if there was brothers, they wouldn't even have made it to the sidewalk before getting shot. <laughs> and these cats get to climb through windows made out of plexiglass and whatever else. And I saw Chicken Wing rolling through there doing whatever he did. He had no limbs. How was this? A who? This dude. He had no limbs in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Uh, as with the, with the group, a part of the group. That was a part of the the group that was protesting. Yes. Okay. What is this? So yeah, and, he's right. There's a lot of mess going on, man. And so you think you agree with the fact that you're saying that Trump does have a uh, validity in thinking that uh, there was some tampering going on or some different things going on with the election. So you think yeah, that Yeah, it's beyond this election, okay. man. It's just tampering going on with, their, with humanity. They're playing all these games, and he okay. knows it. Okay, well, if I recall back when he won in 2016, um, that was when a lot of us first heard of the Electoral College. Like a lot of us, especially those who are like me, who don't follow politics, um, and it was never explained to us how the the how the political process really even works, right? right? And so in 2016, I believe is the first time a lot of America found out what the Electoral College was yeah. and exactly what they do. Facts. So last time we were up in arms, right? It was because Hillary won the popular vote, which is what we were told. Hillary won the popular vote, but the Electoral College picked Trump. Right. Is what it what 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 was said in 2016 because right. <laughs> you remember all of the people who were just I mean, they were undone. It was more people undone to me when Trump won versus all the people that were undone when Obama won. Yeah, because those people, they ended up doing 
Yeah. I, I mean, around the world, around that. around the world, people right. were just. I mean, they were so angry when Trump won. And then, like I said, we found out we were like, how is that possible? Because the news was telling us that Hillary was going to win by a landslide. So we right. were all like, oh, yay, Hillary's going to win. And, and, and then when Trump won, we were just like in a state of shock. So they explained to us that the Electoral College was one of the main reasons why Trump won instead right. of Hillary. So what changed? What changed with the Electoral College from 2016 to Electoral College in 2020 that made it now to where Trump is saying, hey, no, you guys, you guys, we have to um, we have to reject those votes. We don't believe that those votes are true. <clears throat> what happened? So this article. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. What I'm saying is that it, it, if the Electoral College worked for him. In 2016, why did it not work in 2020? Why are we now saying that votes were tampered with? Why are we now saying that we shouldn't count those votes? What happened in the course of four years that made the Electoral College now not a viable um, resource for electing the president? If that's how it's really done, because we talked about this, you guys, we talked about this on our last show. And we were talking about how the election process works. And we were unbeknownst to most of America. We were thinking that we actually vote in the president when that's actually not true. Right. We vote in the president and then the electoral candidates in each of our states, they take everything into consideration and then they cast their vote for the actual president. And that's what stands yeah. in the Senate. So Dick Gregory said he was the actual first man, first black man ever ever run for actual president, uh -huh. and not for. He said it in such a way I was I didn't never I've never heard before, but mm -hmm. he was talking about how the men before him and after they ran, but they ran for office. They didn't actually run for the seat of president. Okay, and they're running in the primaries. Okay, and I was like, whoa, that's okay. Yeah, so, so it's just, a we just don't know till somebody sent you know. God sends a light to turn it on for you or somebody turn on the light for you. But to help us understand why why that was so, because that just... just to break all these old systems of things that should have been broken in the first place. I believe Trump and Obama are together. People hate to hear that, but their system works. Like, you had to have, you had to have Obama come through and tear down all these little things for Trump to even come through and make us to where we could see all this. Right. There's a lot of these things people just were not trying to see. Okay. And it took this tyrant to make people wake up, you know. So it's so, the it's the unmasking that's going on. Yeah, because according to the books and everything that we've seen, neither one of these guys are presidents. You know what I'm saying? They're not like your typical president. First one is, you know. You're talking about Obama? Yeah, both yeah. of them. They're, mm -hmm. not, they're not the American president. They're the people's president. That's different. Right, right. You know. And so Obama was the, the people's president uh, in, 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 the, in dem Democratic land. Right. And then Trump was the people's president in Republican land. Right. And so now we're at a crossroads because now with Joe Biden coming in, we're trying to figure out what president, who, who, who is he for? Is he for, is he the people's president? Is he the Black Lives Matter president? You know, who, right. who, who is he really standing for? But I believe that that there, there was a lot of tampering going on with votes as well. I don't believe that Trump fabricated everything that he was saying. So I, I, I do believe that there was a whole lot of kind of 
he say, she say, trying to figure stuff out or whatever. But I do, I do believe that there was some kind of mess going on because people were just tired. They're tired of seeing him <clears throat> run the country like he did. I saw a whole lot of memes that was saying he was running the country like Suge Knight on death row. Uh -huh. And he was just kind of just bullying people and doing all of these things. But now... In 2020, a lot has come out to where it's possible that he wasn't really bullying, but what he was trying to do was trying to show us some of the allies that we have might not truly be allies at all. Right. And I've been doing a lot of research on that as well. So right. I believe that there's some tampering going on, but at the end of the day, the uh, the Congress has to um, they have to make a stand on what they believe or they had to decide what was best or what they thought was best for the country. And they did what it was that they needed to do. So now with all of this mess that's going on, maybe they'll take a good look at the Electoral College and see if that really has been working for them or if right. that's going to work going forward. Absolutely. You know, what I'm saying in 2021 or in, when the next election happens. So that's what I think. Yeah, yeah. It don't matter how the trigger shook, leaves fall. Right. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> They're going to continue to fall. Right. Okay, so like the article. Oh, here's what you need to know. Can right. I go ahead and read these lists? Yeah, you can go. My bad. I was trying to get that earlier, <laughs> but you kept going. Here's Sorry. what you need to know. After a day of chaos, Congress uh, certifies Joe Biden's elect election victory. Absolutely. Lawmakers and Republicans' effort to subvert the election in the early morning vote, I thought we'd have a fight um, our way out. Scenes of mayhem from the Capitol. What is this? That was what somebody said. I okay. have no clue. Woman who was killed during an attack was shot by Capitol Police. Wow. Trump openly condones uh, supporters who violently stormed the Capitol, promoting Twitter to lock his account. Police under fire. For their response, at least 52 people arrested in connection to the Capitol mayhem. As the D.C. police clear the Capitol grounds, the mayor extends a public emergency. White House officials resign and more expected to follow. This is nuts. Yeah. All really, of this mess happened really in the past is. couple of days? Right. And so this is what I just found this online that was just saying these are things that we need to know. And this article was printed on January the 7th. So the other article I read was printed on January the 6th, which was shortly after what happened at the Capitol. This one was printed the next day. So they were just kind of wrapping up some of the things, I guess, that happened during all of that drama. So we know that Ashley Babbitt was the lady that was shot and killed by the Capitol Police. Mm -hmm. So they're saying that she she got killed by them. And um, they declared a state of emergency there. And right. we do know that they brought in the National Guard. And so it's just a whole lot of mess, you guys. So what exactly on. was this for? This was all of this was just to. What they go in there saying they were doing? Who? All these people. The protesters, um, it, it, it still is not clear what they said that they went were in they, there to do or why they went in there to broke, why, why they broke into the Capitol. All I know is from the account of what has happened and all of the reports that are showing the, uh, the clips and everything that happened, they were just upset because mm -hmm. they really believed that the Democrats stole the election. 
Okay. They believe that the Democrat that the, I mean they believe yeah they believe that the Democrats stole the election by changing votes and different things like that and so they were upset by that and they were prompted by Trump to do this because at first Trump was saying hey let's go and we're gonna march to the Capitol and we're right. gonna talk about how they're stealing from me and all of this stuff and then when when um yeah. when, when all of that when all of that happened then. They they get there and you see the pictures. You see how many protesters were out there, and I'm guessing that they just got you know um, Trump kept inciting or whomever was out there was inciting all of this fury, and then they decided you know what we're not only going to stand here and uh, protest, we're going to bust in and show you guys what we're really made of. So and they keep started, saying and they keep saying that it started from uh, something he said on the news again. Something that he said, right, something that he okay. said. He said that we're not going to go quietly. Or, I don't know the quote, so I'll have to see if I put that in the articles. I'm not sure exactly what he said. I watched the video, but I didn't take notes on exactly what his words were. But the rest of this article says that the Senate um, and the House vote to certify Biden's victory. The Senate and the House voted early Thursday to certify Joseph R. Biden Jr. as winner of the 2020 presidential election. And then I, I want and I believe that this this was from Pence, who uh, reside, who presided over that. He said to those who wreaked havoc in our capital today, you did not win. Violence never wins. Freedom wins. And this is still the people's house. When I arrived in Washington this morning, I fully intended to object to the certification of the electoral votes. However, the events that have transpired today have forced me to reconsider, and I cannot now in good conscience object to the certification of these electors. The votes for President of the United States are as follows. Joseph R. Biden, Jr. of the state of Delaware has received 306 votes. Donald J. Trump of the state of Florida has received 232 votes. The whole number of electors appointed to vote for Vice President of the United States is 538. Within that whole number, a majority is 270. The votes for Vice President of the United States are as follows. Kamala D. Harris of the state of California has received 306 votes. Michael R. Pence of the state of Indiana, Indiana has received 232 votes. The House rejected the challenge by a vote of 282 to 138 after a long debate dragged Past 3 a.m. in Washington, and this was on Wednesday night, early Thursday, a scuffle almost broke out on the chamber floor after Representative Connor Lamb, Democrat of Pennsylvania, delivered a particular, particularly fiery speech in condemnation of the Republicans' objections. Those senators that voted against the results of the presidential election in Pennsylvania, because we know that Pennsylvania was one of the states where Trump was saying that they stole a lot of his votes. And um, Josh Hawley of Missouri, Ted Cruz of Texas, Tommy Turboville of Alabama, sorry, Cindy Hyde-Smith of Mississippi, Roger Marshall of Kansas, Cynthia Loomis of Wyoming, and Rick Scott of Florida, they were against. So they voted to not accept the electoral votes for um, Biden being president on um, in, in Pennsylvania. So they were saying, hey, no. We don't want these elector votes because we believe that they were stolen and we believe that um, they, they should not count. So they should not count for Biden. That's what they were voting against. But most of the Democrats voted for and most of the Republicans voted for because you see that it's only like about six or seven of them. So they lost that vote. 
And then um, most Republicans and all Democrat, Democrats rejected the attempt. The Senator Mike Lee, the Republican of Utah, forcefully turned back. And they said that, okay, in Utah, we thought that maybe there was some tampering. But now, after all this, we're voting that we're going to go ahead and accept their votes, too. And then the um, earlier in the evening, lawmakers rejected an attempt to overturn the Arizona electoral slate. The House blocked the attempt with 303 votes to 121 <coughs> votes. And then the Senate offered a sharper rebuke with a 93 votes in the Senate to six votes um, for uh, for them turning that down. So basically, they were saying that the people who voted against accepting the electoral votes from Arizona now was Mr. Hawley, Cruz, Turboville, Hyde Smith, Marshall, and John Kennedy of Louisiana. So basically, this is saying that we uh, didn't have a chance. After that scuffle, after that incident at the Capitol, all of these people were like, okay, you know what, we're just going to go ahead and go through with this because we don't want any more drama. So the announcement of the state of the vote by the president of the Senate shall be deemed a sufficient declaration of the persons elected president and vice president of the United States, each for the term beginning on the 20th day of January 2021 and shall be entered together with the list of the votes on the journals of the Senate and the House of Representatives. So that declared Joe Biden, sir, Joe Biden Jr. and Kamala Harris as the new president and vice president. So what is your response to that, Bobby? I know that it's a lot and we're trying to understand how it works. So hopefully I broke it down as best that I could. So what happened to all of the objections that were supposed to take place? Because I found an article on January 6th that said that a total of 89 representatives and 13 senators were going to object all of the electoral votes from those states. We 89. Could, we saw all this coming whenever we noticed all the people dropping out of the race. Like quick. Yeah, but that, know, but that, but that, but that. Way back then, like how many people were running at that time? But I don't remember how many people were running. I know that Bernie Sanders was kind of in there, and then uh, uh, Warren. Uh, all Elizabeth these people, Warren, I, think I think all all people knew, or somebody knew something, because they just all fell out of this. Like we're not gonna be a part of none of this nonsense. And they fell out, and then they allowed Biden, and then Biden picked his strong candidate. Kamala, I guess because she was a, you know, a, a fiery black woman to say, hey, right. uh, come stand with me so we can go ahead and make this happen and we can get this dude out of office. But still, after all of that, after the votes, after we all voted, after America voted mm -hmm. and then we found out, OK, we voted. But really, it's about to be up to these electoral people to make sure that this is a shoe in for Biden and Kamala to win. Right. Which we never knew before, like you said. Before right. And so once we found that out, we were all on eggshells trying to figure out what's going to happen. And even though uh, Trump was like, well. They they they're stealing from me in Arizona. They're stealing from me in Pennsylvania. They're stealing from me in Utah. They're stealing from me in all these places. And everybody's like, no, that's hogwash. We found out in a lot of our articles that were published that published that you might not have seen on the news that that was indeed true. That that there were a lot of states that um that were kind of turning the votes and making sure that it was in favor of Biden. So with all of that happening, and with the Senate. And with the uh, House knowing 
the true deal of what was going on and the fact that there were some kind of, you know, fishy business going on with the election on January the 6th, the day of the chaos, they were supposed to have 89 representatives and 13 senators that were saying, you know what? No, we're going to vote against the electoral votes and we're not going to allow that because we believe what Trump is saying and we believe there needs to be more investigation. So we're not going to we're not going to allow it. What happened from that that time that they were supposed to do that to now? You know what happened? That chaos. That's what happened. That chaos pretty much was like, look, uh, y'all, this is what y'all thought y'all was finna do. But we about to come in here and we about to shake some stuff up. And this is not what's about to go down. So it scared them. Shakespeare. Did it not? Yeah. It, it, it scared them, man. It scared them totally, and they were, as much as they thought that they were going to stand up with this president, they realized that Trump, no matter um, what good he has done, you know, because I believe that there are some things that he actually has done that have been good for America, his his way of handling things, his way of handling America is just, it's just not, um, it's not conducive to us trying to be unified as a country so by him saying what he said he pretty much they believe he pretty much inside and i'll talk about that when we come back but they believe he pretty much incited all of this violence and now they're like we can't we can't do this we can't do this another four years right we just can't you know and as much as we might not like biden we might not like what he stands for at the end of the day um he's not going to he's not going to come out and say these harsh things and he's not going to condone people coming up into our place of business that governs the whole entire country and allow them to kick doors in and stuff like that yeah you think not at all yeah he has no tact here he has no tact but he wasn't you know he hadn't he hadn't been handling stuff super fake right He's just not good at he, he he's not a good people person, man. Yeah, that's what he's I believe. I believe I believe that's really what it boils down to. That Trump is not a good people person. He's a good business person, and we've been saying that. So business for America, you know, he 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 might be able to handle that. So as far as America um, doing better business wise and and trading and all those things, that might be a good place for him. But when it comes to matters of the heart. Yeah, not as lame. Empathy, you know, caring about people, uh, making sure that we do have allies and we don't piss our allies off. Right. He that he's not the he's not he's not that person. Not at all. So I'm hoping, you guys, I am hoping uh, that with this next year, once the twentieth, excuse me, once the twentieth comes in, that Biden and Kamala will be able to do a better job uh, because you guys voted them in, and we'll see. You know. What happens? Word. We'll see what happens. So when we come back, we are getting into our new segment, The Actual Factual, with Bobby B. And then we'll finish more about what we thought regarding the election situation. You guys are listening to Intimate Conversations with Talitha and Bobby on Hot 702.5. And we will be right back. All on me when I count them, through the number never round them. 
from the ground get it pop 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 from the ground with Talitha and Bobby presented by Food for the Soul here on Hot 702.5 FM and we are talking about things that we fought but before we continue we want to see what the actual factuals factuals are from Big Bobby B so Big Bobby B what are we talking about today since this is our first segment just let let the people know in your own in your own words, because this is not your thing, what what did you mean to tell us in this? Why can't we Why can't we love each other? The system's not crazy. I mean, this everybody everybody's gonna hate everybody on every level, and everybody's gonna love everybody on every level. Is basically what I'm saying. There's no there's no ultimate um, thing making everybody be one way. If you go you go outside, you like the guy outside in the parking lot meditating. Mm-hmm. He does that for him and whoever he does that with his group. Right. We don't, you know, we don't do that. Right. We don't meditate. Mm-hmm. And stay in the parking lot. Or in the parking lot in a yoga music. position. Right. Right. But he does, and that's his thing. Mm-hmm. So, what do you say about that? There's, there's no, there's no. Um, how am I breaking this down? There's no uh, well. I know when we were talking, you were just saying there's no cookie cutter way. Yeah, to there's be. no there's no pattern for this. Yeah, it's right. 
man, I don't want to, I don't know how to say this without sounding. God is real for you. Right. You know, he's not real for everybody. Right. I so, get it. And I understand that. But in your, in, in your actual factual, you were just saying though, why is it that there's good, there's good and bad everywhere. So we know that there's good and bad everywhere. We know that there's evil and, 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 and um, that there are people who are plotting against us, right. hoping that we fail. And there are some people out there who are saying, go, Bobby and Talitha, go. We, we know that. And so what are you trying to say as far as, as the actual factual? Why, why can we not get along? Will we ever get along? It basically sounds like you're saying that we won't. We won't get along because we'll never, we'll never agree on how we live our lives. Like right. you said, the, the black men that stand on the corner are are not going to agree with you, Bobby B, and how you live your life and how you choose to uh, listen to rap music with cursing in it or how you choose to um, interpret the word when you read it or how you choose to dress right. or how you choose to smoke or whatever it is you choose to do because they don't agree with that. They're going to say, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Black man, black man, let's come together or whatever. But really they're saying let's come together so I can bring you on my side because my side is right and your side right. is wrong. Right. That's basically what they're saying. So are you saying actual factual will never be able to come together and unify? Are you saying that or are you saying that we can come together and unify if we just respect each other's differences because we're if all we, the if same? We don't, if we don't are recognize, you saying that? If we don't recognize any of these things as a problem that we want, we won't, we won't unify ever. But if we can see that these things are a problem, we will. Okay. we can fix it. Okay, so you believe, you believe that it's possible that it can be fixed once, once let's use them for an example right. again, or w let's use the, um, let's use the, the Stepford Wives, <coughs> excuse me, and the Roseanne uh, uh, the comparison that you did. So I'm a, I'm a Stepford Wife, and I believe this way, probably because I was conditioned, you know, by my husband or society or whatever. And so now I'm looking um, down on a Roseanne type of wife that lives in a trailer park or whatever. But the commonalities that we have is the fact that we both are mothers. Right. We both are wives. We both love our families. We both love our kids. And we want a safer America or whatever for our kids. So you're saying that if we can understand the commonalities that we have, we have really more in common than we do not. Right. We have more in common than we do not. Absolutely. And so if we can understand that I don't have to agree with how you chastise your kids. Right. I don't have to agree with how you dress. I don't have to agree with you want to go to the bingo hall and playing bingo or playing bridge or whatever because me and my uppity uh, friends and my social circle, we don't do that. Right. I don't have to agree society, with any of that, but what I can agree on, yeah. made it, they've cookie cut everything. As my problem with reading in public, mm -hmm. they've cookie cut everything. You go through school, you got to learn everything, a traditional system, mm -hmm. you know. It's unfair because everybody doesn't learn that way, but because there's so many different people, it's easier for them to lord over you with one type of training one type of teaching one type of rearing right to make you one type of people i get it you know and, and getting and, older and, i'm realizing man i'm not that you know all mm -hmm. the things i forced myself to do as a youngster i've never been mm -hmm. I, you know it's just me trying to force my you know 
trying to fit into a situation yeah. I don't fit in. It's like which is which is what which is what which is what we talk about all the right, time about right. about fitting in. But I think that because of you know the powers that be, we talked about that again. The, right. It was just easier for them to say, hey, let's all do this this one way. Because sometimes, depending on what it is, it can get very chaotic if we all don't agree on something. If we all don't agree on, hey, let's say that the sky is blue today. We agree that the sky is blue. And so whatever that comes with, whatever we do with that blue sky, we'll all be doing the same thing. But if you have, you know, 20,000 people believe in different things about the sky and then it has to do with what they have to do then you'll have everybody at each other all of the time yeah. so i think that whoever came up with the laws and I'm that's saying, what's happening right yeah, now though yeah, yeah all these little bitty fires are being started in all these little communities right. and everything and it's starting that kind of uproar Right, and it's because everybody, what, nobody, everybody's getting tired of being under the same umbrella. Yes. It's like I want to fight my way out of that. So, but to, it's getting, it's getting to that point. And, and but to me though, like I said, I, I feel like um, there is a place for everybody, but there still has to be some type of um, rule, some type of uh, democratic yeah, rule, like they're trying law. to say that 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 we have to go by to right. say, okay, hey, just like with uh, what the, the movie we were watching yesterday, with what happened um, in. Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? So right. it's kind of like, okay, this community, this black community has decided that they're going to build this community for themselves. That's totally okay. Mm-hmm. They're building the community for themselves. They're abiding by their laws that they have, which come up under a bigger law. Leave those people alone. We're over here in this whole nother county, and now we want to come over here and take what they have right. because of what? They weren't doing anything wrong. They were doing everything um that the law said for them to do, and still, you know, it wasn't good enough. Or they were jealous of what was going on. So that's that's ridiculous to me. They claim they claim it's about all that. They don't care about yeah. that. They just don't want. Yeah. They didn't want the other side to happen. Yeah, they didn't. To where they, too many. Yeah, they didn't want that. Everybody's not walking around looking like J.J. Walker anymore. You know, black folks are looking like Jay Z. That's the shit they didn't want to happen. Yeah. You know, and we have a few of them looking like that dude, but we can't have everybody looking like him because that means that power shifted, and that's what they don't want. That's the reason why they've painted the picture of a failed Negro in society for us to, you know. For us to look after that and yeah. say that, and for us to be uh, afraid to achieve right. because we don't want to end up that dude. Right. Right. I get it. I absolutely get it. And so I appreciate your actual factuals, Bob, and I know that we are going to get it together. So basically, we just need to go off the dome. That's what it is. You need to go off the dome. No, and like I, I told you guys, I told you guys with with, with us, with, with Bobby and I, um, a lot, so much, so much we discuss at home. And we have these conversations all day, every day. And it's just um just um, banter that we have with each other, just talking about what's going on in our world. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so I love his his take on so many different things, and that was the reason why I wanted him to come on the show because I knew that he would add to the show. But um, with our discussion, we just need to, you know, I need notes. Train. I, I need, need a train. No. I'm just kind of throwing in no. there. I need I'm, notes, and he fault. doesn't need notes. I need notes. He doesn't need notes. And so what we're going to do is from now on, we're just going gonna to let him have it. We're going to let him talk about it, and then we will go from there. But, you guys, as we finish our thoughts for today on We Thought, I'm just going to read you the last article that I found 
that was published. I think it was uh, published a little bit, uh, maybe the afternoon, kind of late afternoon on Thursday. And so it says, President Trump, who spent months stoking the anger of his supporters with false claims that the election was stolen and refused to condemn the violent protesters on Wednesday, said early Thursday that he would respect the results of the election. Finally, he said, even though I totally disagree with the outcome of the election and the facts, Bear me out. Nevertheless, there will be an orderly transition on January the 20th, he said in a statement. Mr. Trump's comments came moments after Mr. Biden's victory was certified shortly after about 4 a.m. on Thursday morning by a joint session of Congress presided over by Vice President Mike Pence, which is what we read and we talked about earlier. And so they say that there was no parallel in modern American history with insurgents acting in the president's name, vandalizing Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office, smashing windows, looting art, and briefly taking control of the Senate chamber where they took turns posing for photographs with fists up on the dais where Mr. Pence had just been presiding. They're saying that we have never seen this ever in our whole entire life in American history. It, um, someone said that we gather due to a selfish man's injured pride and the outrage of supporters who he has deliberately misinformed for the past two months and stirred to action this very morning. Senator Mitt Romney, Republican of Utah and the 2012 presidential nominee, nominee said after the chamber reconvened, he said, what happened here today was an insurrection incited by the President of the United States. And after they voted, after the vote was finally certified, Barry C. Black, the Senate chaplain, said a prayer in the chamber that acknowledged the violence. And he said, these tra tragedies have reminded us that words matter and that the power of life and death is in the tongue, he said, which a lot of us who um, we already knew that. We already knew that that was the case. And so after all of that, you guys, a number of Trump administrative officials, officials, I'm sorry, have resigned following the violence Wednesday when pro-Trump rioters in, invaded the Capitol building. And so here's a list so far that I found, and I'm sure that there will be more to come. So Betsy DeVos, the education secretary who we had problems with, um, all of, not last year, but 2019, who was, you know, we we had a lot of problems with her because we felt like she didn't know what the heck she was doing. She submitted her resignation to President Trump on Thursday night. Elaine Chow, Transportation, Transportation Secretary, she announced Thursday she is resigning effective January the 11th, becoming the first member of the cabinet to announce her departure following the storming of the Capitol. Mike Mulvaney, the U.S. Special Envoy for Northern Ireland and the former acting White House Chief of Staff, he said um, he uh, called Mike Pompo Wednesday night, letting him know that he was resigning from his diplomatic post, and he said that he can't stay there after yesterday. Matthew Pottinger, or Pottinger, I'm not sure how that's pronounced, the Deputy National Security Advisor with a special focus on relations with China, told Trump, and he, Trump appointed him in September 2019, said that he was resigning on Wednesday. Stephanie Grisham, Chief of Staff and Press Secretary to the First Lady, Melania Trump, she resigned effective immediately on Thursday. And Sarah Matthews, 
White House Deputy Press Secretary resigned on Wednesday as well. So this is just a list I found this morning, you guys, before we came here. Uh, so why are people jumping ship, Bobby? Man, like, weren't work. they going to be Not replaced anyway? Weren't, weren't they going to be replaced? I don't pay attention to any of this shit okay. until right, we do this show, right? Okay. But hearing that just now, I, uh, any of this, like, politics stuff, man, yeah. it's but. This dude might be the only cat smart enough and bold enough to start his own, like, presidency Possibly. on top of another presidency. Possibly. Because it just seems like... I didn't even see that. All these strong, working people who've been mm -hmm. doing the white thing for 100 years... The white thing, not the right thing. just all jump the ship. Yeah. Whenever... And Nancy Pelosi's office is in the same building? Yeah. What? Yeah. Those windows are made out of plastic bottles. Did you see the videos? Yeah, I saw, I saw the video. Of the handicapped people breaking windows yeah. and stuff. And her yeah. office is in there? Yeah. The same lady whose name we've been hearing for the past 15 months? Yeah. Come on, man. This is all a big stage. This dude, I ain't met one rapper or heard one rapper who hadn't said his name in admiration before he got, it, got in the presidency. Yep. And then once he got, once he became that dude, now it's like, oh, we hate this nigga. Nigga, you're fake. Yeah. Because you weren't saying that stuff 15 weeks ago whenever you're all, I want to be rich like Trump. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, nigga stuff sack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so now it's all changed and all these people leave. This dude is brilliant enough. And I'm not a fan. It's, don't get it twisted. I ain't vote for him none of that. I just like the way he does things because it makes people think. Brilliant enough to start a whole other presidency and make people actually follow that. And in 86, this whole uh, nonsense that we've been applauding all this time that was growing on the backs of our people. So, hey. I don't know. Hey, well, my final thoughts are, so we are in 2021. We can just see six, we can see just six days in. We are not sure if 2021 will be any better than 2020 or perhaps it will be worse. The showing of the scene on Capitol, uh, uh, on Capitol Hill tells us if our country cannot control the naysayers and disgruntled Americans, we are in a world of trouble. That's what I saw. But I will continue to say that as a believer, I personally will put my trust in God. I serve and not in the God I serve. I'm sorry. And not man. Never again will I put my stake in what he said, she said, or they said. My chances are much better following the most high and what he says. I believe that this chaos will eventually work itself out. But while we are waiting, 2020 vision taught us clearly to do our own research on everything we hear before we put our trust and belief in in anything and we are at 151 so uh bobby uh we thank you so much for tuning in remember to catch us live every friday one o'clock in the p.m pacific standard time and here on hot 702.5 fm radio catch us live on the mixlr downloaded from google play or apple store watch us live on fb on hot 702.5 or food for the soul media group catch our rewind show on anchor or spotify at food for the soul media group and make sure you subscribe to all of our media outlets and be sure to tune in next week for our movie monday of the month at 6 p.m when big bobby b and i will be discussing the movie united 93 hopefully we'll be able to find that movie on our food for the soul page so our show has been sponsored in part by Mook the barber chris products isla cola stylus and orlay worldwide and remember if you would like to be a sponsor hit us up at www.foodforthesoulmediagroup.press or email us at foodforthesoulpresents at gmail.com it's your girl talitha kume and Big Bobby B. And he's so frustrated, you guys. But we I don't will read be in back. public, man. Uh, giving you something to talk about. We are out. We'll see you guys later. All right.
That suck. Hey, y'all. Hey, what y'all doing? Tune in to Intimate Conversations presented by Food for the Soul Media Group on Hot 702.5 FM Radio every Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. What's up with the news we don't hear about? We're talking about it. If you're wondering if the whole world is tripping or it's just you, we're talking about it. Who's that? Who said that? Can we say that? Should we say that? We just did. Download the app at MixLR on the Google Play Store or Apple Store or tune in live every week on www.hot7025fm.com, Facebook Live or YouTube. Intimate Conversations with me, Talitha Kume, every Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Brought to you by Food for the Soul Media or Laid Worldwide. I am Talitha Kume and Bobby B.